You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. Have the coochie play. <laughs> you know this last <laughs> this <laughs> last <laughs> I love the Bloodhound game so much. Um, this last week has been really weird, bro. I saw this video on TikTok. No. And listen, bro, it threw me for a loop. I'm not even gonna lie. Like it really kind of weirded me out. Um, so the kids have have not been sleeping very well i haven't sleep been, haven't been sleeping very well dara's been having headaches i've been having headaches um some of the people at the school have been saying the same exact thing our wi-fi was kind of messing up the other day like the internet was working great but the wi-fi was kind of messing up is this gonna be some kind of dumb bullshit listen to me bro <laughs> i'm fucking i'm a new no it. just listen okay i get on and i'm just scrolling through tiktok and the first thing I see is this video, and it's like, have things been weird for you recently? Headaches, sleep, sleepness, or sleepliness, whatever, not being able to sleep. And then it says, Wi-Fi messing up, what is going on? That's all it said. I, I'm not kidding you, Bolts. I literally was like, what the fuck? Like, bro, look, look. I, I saw that TikTok the other day, and I was listening, I was, I was watching it, I was like, Man, this is some shit my boy Caleb would be all paying attention Bro, to. Bro, what's really weird is whenever I took, after I watched that TikTok, I was like, oh, that was really weird. It's coincidental. I go to go to Amara's school to drop her off, and I tell Miss Jody, who runs the school, I said, hey, just to let you know, Dante and Amara haven't been sleeping very good. And I said, wow, that's really weird. And I said, what? She said, every parent that has dropped their kids off today and said their kids have not been sleeping very well. And I'm like, what is happening? What alternate universe are we in right now? Skynet, like, <laughs> updated the systems? Bro, it, it weirded me out. It really did, but I don't know. It just did. It was creepy, bro. I was like, what is going on? Like, why? Like... You know, I mean, I don't know. I feel you, bro. Anyways, episode 318 is here. Second Opinion Podcast, episode 318, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's up, Biggins? Biggins? Biggins. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm great. Um, We got a pretty fantastic episode for you guys. Um... Before we get into it... I mean, we think it's pretty great. Your opinion does not matter. No, I'm just kidding. We um, love you guys. There's some... Uh, I always usually sh- save it for the end. And me and Bolt say our little jokes and stuff about it. But I want to be serious real quick about Popple. Um, they've got some really great new products coming out right now. they got some new styles, new keychains, new all different types of stuff that's coming out. They actually have a new Popple watch, which is pretty fantastic. It's not just your regular Popple. It's a, it's almost kind of like an iWatch. You could just strap it right onto your wrist um, and then just tap it on the back of somebody's phone and instantly share your social media, your podcast, your website, um, anything that you want to have linked to it, directly share it with just one 
tap, and it's a fantastic product. So I want you guys to head on over to popple.co and check out this awesome awesome idea it's a little bit bigger than a quarter you can get the stick on popple for the back of your phone you can get the popple keychain or you can get the popple watch and it's a fantastic product no more usage of business cards throw business cards out the window throw them out of your mind you'll never have to use them again it's always cool to have your own personalized business card of course but you can get your own personalized popple as well if you have your own website and you want to have your logo on there you can hit up the creator section and you'll be able to order it I think whenever I looked into it you have to order a certain amount at a certain time um, to get it so you do have to pay a lump sum but it does have popples uh, by doing that you do have popples that actually have your logo on it and it's so cool man it's a really really cool way of doing uh, social media um, sharing so definitely head on over to popple.co use the code second opinion pro and you can get 20% off your order right now popple.co use the code second opinion pro get 20% off your order what a great way of sharing social profiles so with that being said let's go ahead and move down into this episode we got a great one for you we got some great news great topics um, and great discussion pieces Um, so my boy bolts what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming um, drinking wise, I had some vodka and cranberry juice one night ago. I had um, some peach crown and yeah. some uh, cream soda two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had a little a little taste of the alcohol okay. in the past week or so. Um, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, gaming wise, um, I see. I let's see. What have I been playing? Um, I bought Madden Twenty One for for half the price. Awesome. So I kind of dove back into that. Um, I have been playing Dying Light. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty pretty super excited about getting back into that. It's so much fun. That's really weird because I just re-downloaded it. It's yeah. just so much fun. It's so much fun. Um, I've kind of I've kind of put everything else to the side. Um, uh, I haven't played Assassin's Creed in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played Call of Duty in a couple weeks. Um, I've been really just playing Dying Light and playing Madden 21. So, um, <clears throat> it's, uh, that's about it, man. Okay. All right. Well, um, I have been gaming a good chunk recently. Uh, been playing. A good chunk of games. My Hitman review is going um, live today, so definitely make sure to check that out. Um, also, um, I've been playing through that. It's such a great game. Um, by the time you listen to this, my review will be up, so I'll go ahead and tell you what I'm giving it. I'm giving a 4.5 out of 5. Hitman 3 is definitely one of the best in the series, um, and the replayability of the Hitman series is just fantastic, especially since IO Interactive has done the relaunch of the game um, and you know it's connected to the the previous uh, games that are on you know PS3 and PS2 um, and Xbox as well but it's just a really great series man and like I've had so much fun playing this game um, the fact that you can walk into a um, walk into a mission take your targets down however you see fit Go back and replay that mission and then literally do it all completely different your own way. You can launch back into these missions wherever you like, however you like, all depending on what you find. So that's the reason why, I, I like I told you before, Bolts, I take the Bolts approach. Mm-hmm. I go into these missions. I search for everything that I can. 
before I even get close to the target, whatever else, I try to find um, as many different locations as I can. I try to take down as many people that are part of the staff or that are part of, you know, certain areas of the mission, like, you know, a bartender or, you know, security, heavy security. Take down, uh, you know, uh, if there's like a lawyer somewhere there, I take him down. I take down as many people as I possibly can because that's more uniforms that I can use whenever I do my replay. Um, so the more locations that you find you can actually have more areas that you can um you know stash away items like poison poison pins um <laughs> you know silence pistols bombs whatever you want um uh assault weapons whatever but what's great about it though too is like you can kill someone with a fucking muffin you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the wildest what? thing. You can literally kill someone with a muffin or a banana um, or food or something. You inject like, it with poison and hopefully they eat it. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I walked up to this dude and he, I think he, like, shoved it in the guy's mouth and he's like, oh, he, like, falls down. Um, or, like, one one area I walked up and this dude was sitting there as a security guard and I was a security guard dressed up like one. I walked over there next to him and I picked up this, like, Egyptian head and the guy, like, I walked up to him and the guy was like, hey, wait a second uh -uh, i don't think so bud and i was like bop just bash him over the head he's like <laughs> like it's so great um i even had one mission to where i was following a private eye around this mansion and the main goal was to find this woman who was like the leader of this you know giant thing um, and I'm not going to, I don't want to give away exactly what she was or whatever, just in case if you haven't played the game yet, but I was trying to find my best way to get close to her. And I found one path to where I could be a photographer or I found a path to where I can be the private investigator and actually get really close to her. So I started getting a little irritated because this private eye, every time he walked into certain rooms, there was always somebody there. So I was like, okay. I think what I'm going to do instead of do, doing the private eye is I'm going to be the, the photographer, but I got to find a way to make a good distraction. So the private eye walked into the, like this main hall and he's standing there like talking to some of the family members and stuff about stuff. And then like, I just like look up, there's this giant chandelier there. I shoot it. It lands on top of the private eye, kills him. So... <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God, you know, they're all freaking out and stuff like that running around. So then I get my gun and I start shooting upstairs. I run into the next room, change into the security guard uniform, run downstairs. And as the hustle and bustle is going around, I run over there and I steal the private eyes clothes off of him, take off running get uh, make myself look like the private eye run back outside find the guy that i need to take down the photographer take his clothes set everything up that i need to and then i end up you know taking out my target however i wanted to but you can kill people in this game in so many cool ways like you can electrocute them you can drown them you can push them off the edge of a building you can uh knock them out like i said earlier kill them with a muffin you can kill them with grenades you can make you know do things where it looks like it was an act accident like the chandelier or whatever else and it's uh it's like a it's 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 like a a compilation game of like you know hey let's put a game together to where you can just kill a bunch of people and find the craziest way of killing it's like a murder simile a simu right. simulator or something <laughs> um but 
It's a really fun game. Um, now, the the, uh, the original version of the game, the standard version of the game, just comes with uh, Hitman 3. But you can buy, I think, a $100 version of the game, and it comes with Hitman 1, 2, and 3 all on there. You can have all the different locations and all this other stuff. So um, I've been fairly surprised by the game, bro. I mean, it, it's really, really good. And I honestly was kind of thinking that there was going to be some stuff that kind of knocks it now there are a few things like i really wish bolts that they had like a skill tree yeah there's no skill tree it's just like you level up and then you can unlock some stuff but i think it would have been so cool to have a skill tree set up that like as you progress you can have like more epic kills uh, maybe even you know um maybe even outside of kills you can you know upgrade his health or upgrade his awareness upgrade it to where like you know you can blend better even at the hardest setting like if yeah. you have your blending high enough then you can just walk by somebody and them not even notice you you know because you play on professional or play on like mastery bro i'm telling you what man like you you better make sure that you have a plan set up. Like professional is is pretty medium, but when you play on like mastery mode or whatever else, bro, like everyone notices you. It doesn't matter what you do, everyone notices you. You have to have your plan set specifically. You have to do it to the T. You have to do it on time. No screw ups, and it is tough. But anyways, I'm giving it a four point five out of five. Great game. There's a couple little subtle things like the skill tree. I would have really liked couple of times throughout the game of me like hiding on the outside of a building like you know scaling the walls and i've been compromised and like somehow these dudes are still being able to track me mm -hmm. while i'm going i'm like how could they see me through the walls so it's small stuff like that but for the most part this is definitely the best hitman um in the series and it is the last hitman in the series because <clears throat> io interactive is creating a 007 game which i'm sure is going to be phenomenal so i've also been playing destructive all-stars or destruction all-stars how so is that it is great awesome Holmes. man i'm it glad it was so good i'm glad it is it's very much a merger of like i feel so much added together it's like rocket league twisted metal destruction and like Derby. yeah like Fortnite. you know like <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, or I guess a better one would be maybe you know Overwatch or something like that because the bubbly characters and all this stuff. But it's great. Now there's only like four modes available right now. You can only do so much. But I mean, bro, it's a free game. You know, that's that's the way I look at it. I've seen a couple of articles already posted today, and they were like, you know, oh, it's immersive and it's really fun and blah blah blah. But like, it's lacking content. I'm like, this shit is free. It's free. I mean, it is a online playable game that has like mayhem mode. It has a mode called Carnado yeah. to where you uh, do as much damage as you can to the other team. And whenever you build up as much damage as you can by getting their gears, you drive your car into this big ass tornado. And that's how you, you know, score your points. Um, and each one of these characters, each one of these characters has different vehicles that you can uh equip in the game so um it, it's great i don't know i mean bolts do you really have anything to say i know you obviously you hadn't played it well no i'm i'm just <clears throat> excuse me you know we talked about it last last week on the podcast and i was super excited watching the gameplay and, and looking at it and 
Um, it would be absolutely something I would play. Um, I I'm not big on the whole battle royale stuff and, and so on and so. On, but the, but the cars and everything and what you look like you can do in the arena outside the car and so on and so forth adds different aspects that I think would be really awesome. Yeah. So there's like you know different <clears throat> characters in there. As I said, there's like Genesis, Ultimito, Barricado. Uh, um, there's uh just a different one shifty blue fang box top you know there's a good chunk of characters day one so what's great about this is like each one of them comes with their own car so like for instance angelino um he has he's like the the superstar basically so it says um his breaker releases a series of flashing bulbs that will distort any uh opponent's uh vision and hearing um and his car i think does that as well um and then you have you know like uh uh, Harmony. Harmony's breaker emits a sonic blast while she uh, brags, increasing the uh, distance she can attack from. Um, so each one of these cars and each one of these characters all has their own type of, um, you know, tech and design and different <clears throat> playable aspects like Muna. Muna is a really cool character. So Muna's breaker active activates the trap scattering throughout the area, running past these traps while her breaker is active. They'll pop out and create obstacles for other vehicles. Um, and her Gravitron car has a powerful magnet that attracts the scrap metal, um, that accumulates on the ground. The scrap metal attaches to the Gravitar, um, forming a damage reducing armor which is really really cool yeah so but then there's there's just so many there's like a total of I think uh like 16 17 people to be playable as um and i've really enjoyed it bro i mean it's really fun and graphically it is freaking beautiful the the playability as well is uh it, it's really fun to to play it using the dual sense um, because the haptic feedback, the adaptive triggers, um, and like for instance, bro, I'm gonna tell you there is one OP player up in this game, and his name is Blue Fang. It's this dude that has a tiger head, and it is crazy, bro. So he has a he has a um, an ability. Um, uh, his breaker is to where like he'll be able to knock anyone down trying to uh, barrage him, and it's like a like a scratch. But then his uh, car is like a shredder. So it has like five or six giant blades on the front of it that when you activate it, bro, and if you run into a bunch of cars, it does like serious, serious damage, like 50, 60, 70 percent damage to them. So it's weird, bro. It's like, um, what is that robot show, bro? I mean, I'm, uh, robot show? Yeah, where it's like the robots against each other. Oh my God, what's wrong? Oh, BattleBots. BattleBots. I watch that religiously. Yes, bro. It's so much. It's like BattleBots. It's like Rocket League. All just like merged into one big ass beautiful mess, and it is a really fun game. So, I think that's the reason why I'm a little off put that some of these people are trying to say, like, oh, there's not enough content. It's a free fucking game, dude. The game looks gorgeous. Um, and it's just like anything else. People have to understand look, when, when, when Call of Duty, um, the newest Call of Duty came out, man, the multiplayer was garbage because there was very limited 
you know, anything, your weapons, customization, all that stuff. Yeah. You got to give it time to build up so they can update it, man. Exactly. And they ah, said they're going to have almost a year's worth of content available for it. And another thing, fucking Bruce Buffer is the announcer. Bruce Buffer is the announcer. <clears throat> I mean, that's a big thing for, for me. I guess, you know, even Bolts. I oh. love Bruce Buffer. Let's get ready to... Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's, it's iconic, man. Yeah. Or well, is Bruce Buffer, what's his name's younger brother, right? He's Bruce Buffer is the guy that does it for UFC, isn't he? Yeah, but I think his name is Michael Buffer. No, you know what? I don't even know. Hold up. We're going to look real quick. <clears throat> Bruce Buffer. Yeah, that's him. UFC announcer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then that's he's like, like it's time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he's on Destructive All Stars. If you recognize the announcer on Destructive All All Stars, it's because he's a famous UFC announcer, Bruce Buffer. So, um, it's just a great game, and it's free. So, if you got PlayStation Plus, you want to download it, download it. And just like I talked about on the last episode, Control's available as well. Concrete Genie's available. So, go download the latest games um, right now. Have fun with it. Don't worry about what other people say about the game because they're stupid. So, um, is there They're anything else stupid. that I've been playing? I'm trying to think. Oh, um, I've been playing Call of Duty, Warzone, and also playing some other stuff that I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the episode. But uh, moving on from that to get down into this episode and really get it started, we got a great show for you today. Star Wars is a $3 billion IP for EA and has sold over $52 million games which is wild to me according to a company uh to the company franchises such as star wars knights of the republic uh galaxy of heroes battlefront jedi fallen order star wars squadron generated three billion dollars uh lifetime uh net booking and 52 million games have been sold overall and star wars galaxy heroes the free-to-play mobile title is a one billion dollar franchise so those are really big numbers, uh, and it shows that even though people have had their reserves about Star Wars being uh, done by EA, run by EA, and blah, 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 blah at this point in time, they've made a good chunk of money. Uh, no questions asked. Um, of course, one of the largely successful games is Jedi Fallen Order, but one of the newest largely successful games is Star Wars Squadrons. So, Bolts, have you played Squadrons? No. Because this kind of, like, when it first was announced, it seemed like it was your type of game. Um, you know what? When I was when I was younger, I was really into the uh, the fights, the flight simulator games. Um, and, so, and so on and so forth. Um, I've kind of really grown out of it just because I don't have a PC. I don't have a flight stick and so on and so forth. Um, I think that really adds a dynamic if you have that flight stick and that whole setup. Yeah. Um, which I don't have. So I've kind of fallen out of it. I have not played squad- Squadrons only because I don't want to play with a, with a controller, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so well, They say it's pretty great in <clears throat> VR. Uh, PlayStation VR has it. Um, you know, of course, you can play it with Oculus and whatever else, but um, it looks fantastic. Um, it does look really, really good. But I, even though there will be more Star Wars games made by more companies over the next few years, I do think EA is going to have their hand in the cookie jar for some time, um, especially with these type of sales and numbers being pushed out the door. You know what I'm saying? I mean, can you agree with me on that? No, absolutely. 
Absolutely, I can agree. Okay. Um, I mean, I just think, I just look at these games and people, you know, yes, you know, EA screwed up with, um, with Battlefront, but Battlefront 2 now is a wonderful game and it's very, very fun. It's super cheap as well. Um, and, you know, it's just like the numbers we talked about on one of the last episodes. We talked about that free day that they had that. You know, it literally crashed the servers. There were so many people trying to download. I think 14 million people tried to download Battlefront 2 for free. So <laughs> that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It shows that there is still interest, and it would not surprise me if we would eventually get a Battle Battlefield or Battlefront uh, 3 soon. Um, maybe in the next, you know, five years or so. But right. I could definitely see it happening. Um, with that being said, this is kind of a quick hit topic. This next one is not a quick hit topic. This is something that is very exciting to me. I don't know for sure if it is the bolts, but I am super excited about this. Recently in a earnings call, the CEO of EA, Andrew Wilson, has revealed that yes, the rumors are true. The next edition of Battlefield will be coming in 2021. He says right here, the next edition of Battlefield takes all the destruction, players, agencies, vehicles, and weapon weapon combat that the franchise has been known for and elevate it to the next level. It will be our largest battlefront or battlefield yet, and it says a return to all-out military warfare. So this is a really good thing. Uh, Battlefield is a great series. I think Battlefield a lot of times had been passed over by people because it was so different at that time. People were not very used to it. Um, and what's crazy to me about it is the fact that what's crazy to me about it is the fact that a lot of people didn't really pass over it because it was a bad game. It was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm more used to playing, I'm more used to playing, uh, you know, Call of Duty, so I'm not going to give this a chance. Um, you know, it's not really my ish. It's not something that I want to play. Um, but Battlefield has always been something that I, for the longest time, chose over Call of Duty. Um, now, Bolts. I don't know if you play no. much Battlefield yeah, at all. I'm not a Battlefield fan. Never why, have been. But why is that? It just it's it, it just it just wasn't appeasing to me. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think it really first introduced that whole massive landscape where you could have like nine thousand people on there together playing and stuff like that. And to, to me, and but because and also I don't play Warzone on Call of Duty. Um, I don't like the big Battlefield aspect. Um, I, I, I like that fast pace in your face, you know, one side of the map to the other side of the map and just yeah, do it. I can just, understand that, you know. Bro. So Battlefield really introduced that 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 big wide open, you know, multiplayer, and and that's really much what anybody and everybody played when they played Battlefield multiplayer, you know, online. And it just wasn't my cup of tea. I understand that. So. You know, I think that's the reason why I actually played Battlefield because at that time. Um, when Battlefield 3 came out, uh, there was a total of 64 players available in a map in Conquest mode. Um, and it's, it was just wild. It was wild. Battlefield 3 was a great game. Battlefield 4 was a great game. I honestly um, I honestly feel that every Battlefield game that I have played, I don't think there's one that I did not enjoy. Um 
And I and I really do mean that. Like wholeheartedly, not just trying to blow steam up uh, EA's ass or DICE's ass, but I really do mean that. Like, Battlefield 1942 was a great game. Battlefield Vietnam, great game. Battlefield 2, great game. Battlefield 2, Modern Company, or Modern Combat, great game. Uh, 2142 Battlefield, which came out in 2006, great game. Futuristic, it, it was kind of, huh, but it was a great game. Battlefield Bad Company, one of the best games ever made, no question. No question about it. I don't care what anybody says. Battlefield Bad Company 2 was great. 1943 was great. Uh, Battlefield 3, 4. Hardline was okay. The story mode in it was okay, but the multiplayer was wonderful. Battlefield 1 was a great game. And then Battlefield 5 uh, was mind-boggling it was really great and what's great about battlefield 5 is that they have continuously fed more content and more content and more content into it it's still one of the best visually stunning games out there i remember at ea play 2018 and at e3 we got to play the game play the conquest mode and i was just stunned playing that game at 2160p uh 60 frames per second on pc i was blown away for instance, Bolts, we talked about this, I think, on on the last podcast, but I downloaded Battlefield 4 through EA Play, played it on my PS5. The game came out in 2013, okay? 2013, and this game looked un-fucking-believable. Unbelievable. I mean, I am still <clears throat> shocked by playing through those first couple of missions because... I remember <coughs> they had the music turn around, playing. It's like, <laughs> they're all upside down. He's like, don't shoot it, Rick. Don't shoot the window. He shoots it. They all escape and shit. And <coughs> I remember playing it on my PS4 and was just like, this is next-gen gaming. <laughs> like, I was just blown away. <laughs> but now playing it on my PS5, it it's shocking because the the of course the next generation of consoles you know will process these games faster and better load times are better visuals are better but this game came out 8 years ago 8 years ago and it still looks this good there's a lot of games that i have downloaded that do not look as good as i thought you know what i'm saying oh I yeah mean, uh, like for instance this, I mean, you and me both. Did you did you like the Batman Arkham series at all? Um, I played the first one. Okay, I loved the Batman Arkham series. Batman Arkham Knight will go down as one of the best, you know, comic book video games of all time. But I played Batman Arkham City, and I was like, man. I mean, even with the HD remaster that I purchased and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, it's still rough. Um, but this game oh my god battlefield 4 looks so good i mean it looked really really good and i'm just still shocked so battlefield 5 still has more content now i think than a lot of other first person shooters out there so am i excited for battlefield 6 fucking straight i am bro i am totally excited for it with the progression already of these warzone style games you know warzone now has like when you drop into um into battle royale i think there's like up to 120 or 150 people on that map 
That's ridiculous. But that map, Bolts, is huge. I know. It's huge. I know. And I'm going to tell you, this is another shout-out to Jesus, Nomar, and Alex. Like, they run the shit out of that game, bro. Like, when I play with them, they they are they really have made me better at the game playing with them being more strategic making me better understand the battle royale aspect of the game um it's very very fun but i will still always go back and think battlefield is one of the games that set the standard for these styles of games yeah um it'll include more players than ever pretty sure it's going to be exclusive on ps5 xbox series x and pc i would be very shocked if it came out to ps4 and xbox um just you know as a whole i'm it it, it needs to go to the ps5 and series x so i I agree i agree and and don't don't fool i mean this is one of ea's you know bigger titles so it needs to be exclusive to the next gen console and, and and yes, I still have a One X, people, and I know a lot of y'all still have a PS4 Pro and stuff like that. And don't and don't get it twisted. I uh, the the PS4 Pro and the One X still handles on its own. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Um, but no, do we, get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> but as we transition into the next gen, we need to truly fully transition. But also, it makes it hard because Microsoft and Sony are not making enough systems. So it's really, you know, we, we say we need we need this this game to be fully on the next gen, but I will I will say this with kind of reserve. If there's not enough consoles out there, then it's it. I guess in retrospect, it does have to be for the for the Pro and the One X, because if everyone's out there, you know, if if, if Sony Microsoft can't for whatever reason, and I know they say well COVID's the reason. I, to me, that's a lie. I, these these systems are built assembly lines and so on and so forth. You're not gonna bullshit me with that. If they wanted to mass produce, they can mass produce. They just have to get into it. A little they just bit have more. to do it, you know. Um, and with this whole supply and demand, they're <laughs> they're they're not supplying what we demand. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if you put enough out there tomorrow, you'd all, you'd you'd have an entire an entire generation of people who own next gen consoles. Yeah. And you wouldn't even have to worry about the PS4 Pro and the One X anymore. So. I, I do think it needs to be exclusive to the next gen, but like I said, in retrospect, if Microsoft and Sony are not going to put the systems out there, then they've got to make for the current gens also. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I did forget to mention this as well. Andrew Wilson did comment um, a little bit more on uh, Battlefield as a whole. He stated that um, feature uh, Battlefield 6... It says, we'll be featuring maps with unprecedented scale. The next edition of Battlefield takes all the destruction players, blah, 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 blah. The team is focusing, and the uh, the team is focused, and the game is ahead of our uh, internal milestones. We will reveal the game in the spring and deliver a defying Battlefield experience for the players, uh, for players to enjoy holiday of 2021. Uh, the CFO also commented... <coughs> CFO also commented as well, says way ahead where we were in prior uh, production cycles um, and stated that, where is it at? Where is it at? Oh my God, I just said it uh, or just saw it. Um, It says that it will take full advantage 
of the next generation consoles. And it says right here um, that according to Tom Henderson, a reputable Call of Duty leaker who has previously said DICE's upcoming shooter would uh, center on modern day military combat, a claim later backed up by Venture Beats. Henderson, who is the CEO of product uh, of production of the company on social media, claimed that the new Battlefield game maps have been designed with 128 plus players in mind. It doesn't necessarily mean 64 versus 64 is coming. The core game is still 32 versus 32. It says, on Battlefield, we don't have anything more to really share at this point in time, other than we believe it's going to usher in a new generation for Battlefield games and Battlefield fans benefiting for the full power of the next generation platforms. And you should imagine that we're looking across all forms of the experience to ensure that this is exactly what uh, exactly the game that Battlefield fans want to play and the game that we believe will drive growth in the Battlefield franchise. So that right there does get me excited for it, that it is going to really harness the power of these next generation consoles. You know, I will say this, you know, uh, um, it, this, is a, this is a third party, so I, I'm assuming, well, it doesn't really matter. But what if they announced and came out, hey, it's free? That would be great. And then you just buy what it'd be like Fortnite and anything else that you would buy, yeah. you know? I no know joke. it's not gonna happen, but I was just saying, well, listen, be I could totally I could totally see EA doing the Call of Duty aspect mm-hmm. because now you can download Warzone for free, if mm-hmm. I can remember. Yes, right. you can. Um, you could play the game for free. <clears throat> and it has done very, very well. So I could see them having an all-out battle mode or something like that available for free. Will I be playing it day one? You fucking straight, I'm going to be playing it day one. I hope to God that I'm going to be able to review it, as I did with Battlefield Five, um, And as I said with my review for Battlefield Five. I know that this is going to be a visually stunning game. That's one of the best things about DICE whenever they come out with games in the Battlefield series. It is always, always a visually stunning game. I do hope eventually, and some people may disagree with me on this, I do hope eventually in the next 10 years we do see a return of the Medal of Honor franchise. I would really love that. I was a big fan of Medal of Honor. I know that they have Battlefield now, but you know, Medal of Honor and Battlefield coexisted for a really long time. Well, they did, but but back back in the day, Battlefield was was a completely different game than it is now. I mean, not particularly though, because when you think about it, Battlefield back in the day was, you know, when when Battlefield launched, um, it was still a massive multiplayer game. Um, Medal of Honor came out last. Ooh, oh my God. Medal of Honor, the last game came out in 2012, which was Medal of Honor Warfighter. So Warfighter was not the best in the series, but it's still, it's good Lord. Oh, see, see, I was thinking of brothers in arms, bro. Oh, that's okay. Warfighter was still a good game. Um, my thing is, is that, I could see them making Battlefield more centralized around like more centralized around certain aspects and then maybe bringing Medal of Honor back to its roots. You know, like 
having there's so many other wars wars you know, out I, there. I, exactly. You That's what, what I was gonna say. Metal Varn could be that that nostalgic war game as Battlefield is 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 more apt for the the present and the future. Exactly, yeah. And I and I would love to see that because uh, like you know as well as I do, Medal of Honor Frontline will always it, it should be in the Hall of Fame of video games, and hopefully it is. Um, Medal of Honor Frontline was unbelievable music, storytelling, pl- fighting against that chef. You know, like oh yeah, I mean it was a great game. Story, the Beach of Normandy. Oh, yeah. yeah, bro. There's so many different stories that you can still tell. Or even if you want to, that you can make up, bro. Bring out a Medal of Honor game that's based in World War One. You know, um, I mean, do stuff like that. And I'm telling you, it, it will sell. Medal of Honor is just one of those household names that will always go down as one of the best in best. Oh, hands down, F, pers- uh, F down. persons, <laughs> F persons shooters. You got the F person shooters out there. Um, so. I know I'm going on a rant right now, but Battlefield is just one of my favorite series, and I cannot wait to see it return. I'm so freaking excited. So, as you guys can tell. Now, this next topic is is just nuts to me, bro. Man, listen. This, 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 I want this, you to read I want you no, to read this. But the, I mean, this, you don't have to read all. I, I won't. It's not much there. It's just basically, it's, it's pretty much given. Yeah. But this is one of those type of deals that could change gaming industry. It can make or break a lot of shit. Hands down. I'm telling so, you. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Microsoft has asked the European Union to approve its multi-billion dollar purchase of Bethesda parent company, Xenomax Media. Basically, what this is, is if Microsoft's able to get the approval from the e- from the EU, you can almost hands down guarantee that all Bethesda titles will be exclusive to Microsoft, and that's everything. Um, and and, that, and that's truly what this is really going to boil down to. Um, if if they get that approval, then <laughs> all your Elder Scrolls, all your whatever else is, everything will be exclusive to Xbox. And and it's just like it's just like Phil Spencer says. It says. It said it could cover it could recover its seven point five billion without releasing Bethesda titles to other platforms with this purchase. So yeah, it, it could, but I am going to disagree with you on this. Uh, well, Todd Howard disagrees with you as well. Um, at the bottom, it says Todd Howard has has said since the deal was announced that it would be hard to imagine the company's upcoming The Elder Scrolls Six being an Xbox exclusive release. Yes, it is hard to imagine, but. I can absolutely see Microsoft doing it, but this is what I'm this is what I'm uh, disagreeing with you on. So it says the Xbox firm requested the European Union Commission to approve on Friday, January 29th, uh, and has requested that it give the deal a thumbs up. So, in other words, as it says in this article, in other words, if the EU thinks that the Bethesda and company joining the Xbox firm gives Microsoft an unfair advantage in the marketplace, it could axe the deal. All together. Well, yeah. So it'd listen, be monopo- just it would be this. monopolizing the company. Just yes. get this. If <coughs> this is where the game changer comes in. Yep. If the EU comes out and says no, we don't approve of the deal. Then that literally could mean that Microsoft is not going to be able to do the full purchase of Zenimax Media. 
No, no, they would just get Bethesda. They would still have Bethesda. They just wouldn't be getting ZeniMax Media. Yeah, so that means that in in my eyes, in my eyes, that means that there's a very big possibility. It says um, what this means for Bethesda games on other platforms going forward isn't clear yet. Microsoft Games boss, blah 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 blah. Um, he says, but the company CFO has also said that these games simply need to be first or best in Microsoft's ecosystem. So f- let's just say, let's just say the EU approves it. Then yes, I could see Microsoft coming through with the deal. As I have said before, and I totally agree with, if they bought the company, they could do whatever they want to with it. It's their IPs. It's their property. Um, them coming out and saying, listen, all these games are going to be exclusive on Xbox, blah, 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 blah. But it, let's say the EU says no to this deal. Then I, I could see it a lot more believable of a situation of Microsoft releasing these games on other platforms at a later date. You know what I'm saying? It them being timed exclusives on these consoles instead of them being exclusive exclusives. Right. You know. But I you know, hmm. what? I I just man, look, if I and I know and uh, all this is r- real speculation. It's it's what ifs and stuff like that because the EU is real real, real strictly about that whole monopolizing stuff. It is. Yes. Um but if somehow some way this passes <laughs> look, look the fuck out! I, I, I seriously Sorry. believe it. I absolutely. There would be no reason or no why because that game company right there would sell the consoles you need. No, I, I listen. You know I agree with oh, you. Oh yeah, but I, I do feel that even if that does come down, which Todd Howard, you know, legend in the games industry, but if that deal does come down, Todd Howard, it doesn't matter his opinions. You know, Microsoft has a say in that aspect. They they can develop the game however they want to, add whatever they want to, but Microsoft will still have the say so of if right. that game is going to be exclusive to the Microsoft consoles or if it's going to come out at a, la- a later date to other consoles. But I do feel that if the EU denies this commission approval, then there is going to be a bigger possible chance of these games being on multiple platforms. Um, and do I think that that would be great? Of course I do. Would I would I like to be able to play Elder Scrolls games and whatever else on my PlayStation? Yes. Will I wait for them? No, I'm not. Right. There's a bigger possibility of me buying an Xbox knowing that it will be first on Xbox than me waiting to play it on my PlayStation 5. You know what I'm saying? So I've already got it in my mind. Whenever, you know, Xboxes come more available and it gets closer to Microsoft coming out with a Bethesda title that is exclusive to the Xbox, then I will be purchasing an Xbox. Um, But that's the thing, is that I'm buying an Xbox for Bethesda titles. Right. No, I absolutely understand. I don't have anything against Xbox titles. Right. No, because there are no titles to be against. I'm just saying just in general. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go buy... I mean, and, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. I'm not going to go buy an Xbox to play Halo. I'm not. Oh, I'm no. not going to go buy an Xbox to play Gears. I'm not going to go buy an Xbox to play some, you know, Scorn or something like that, which Scorn is a timed exclusive, which I just found out. Yep. You know, so I'm not going to buy an Xbox just to have Xbox Game Pass. You know, I'm going to buy an Xbox to play Bethesda games on it. It's the if these titles are timed exclusive or exclusive, I am buying them, buying that system literally just to play Bethesda titles. Id Software Games, Zenimax Studios, whatever. 
Machine Games, uh, Tokyo Game Studio, or, or you know what I'm saying, Tango Game Works. Right, right. No, I feel you. So that's that is what Bolts has been getting across, and that's where I agree with Bolts on is like that is a purchase that will indefinitely hold players in that mindset of like you can either not play but that's the titles mm-hmm. you can get a pc <laughs> right. or you can get an xbox that's it you know that's your choice so it's definitely a uh it's definitely it's not even a hard choice that's the biggest thing it's not a hard choice you know these titles a good. I personally still believe. Doesn't matter what the EU says on whatever. I still believe a lot of these titles are still going to be exclusive, no question. So you got to buy an Xbox. No, uh, like, shut up and buy it. Shut uh, up and buy it. Just say it. Shut it. All right, Bolts. You want to talk about this next one? You want to go ahead and gush? Okay. So, uh, ladies and gents, uh, that have uh, lend me your ears. No, um, great news. Um, a Sony exclusive is finally becoming multi-platform, and and then to me, other than FIFA, the greatest sports franchise out there, and that is MLB The Show. It is finally coming to multi-platforms, uh, <laughs> mainly um, <laughs> the Xbox and PlayStation. Um, it will be coming out um, April twentieth worldwide. It will come to the PS five, the PS four. The Xbox One, the Series X and S. It will also introduce cross uh, cross platform progression, playability, all that jazz. So that's really really cool. Um, I'm really excited that this has finally has finally come to the Xbox. So I, you know, just like we were discussing on the previous topic, Caleb Celeb over here would buy an Xbox so he could play Bethesda titles. I buy a PlayStation so I can play MLB The Show. It's just that great. I'm a big, big baseball fan, um, and I'm really excited. I think it's really cool. Um, they've also announced that uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. will be the cover athlete. Um, his dad was a was it was a good ball player, but Tatis Jr. is an amazing, an amazing ball player. He's up and coming. He's like in his low twenties, like 22, 23, or something like that. He's great power, great defensive shortstop, all that jazz. Actually, I think he plays third. I could be wrong, um, but. Uh, your standard edition will become 60 bucks on the PS4 and Xbox One. Of course, it added additional 20, uh, 20 bucks. $10 to that for 70 for the PS5, the Series X, and the Series S. And like I said, Tatis Jr. will be your cover athlete, and so on and so forth. Now, I um, I, I was kind of curious. Um, I, I meant to do a little research about this when I first heard about it. But um, I was kind of curious how and why Sony was bringing this 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 game to multi-platforms yeah and about eight months ago i heard rumors that two that 2k was going to make another baseball game um and then mlb and the mlb players association signed an extension with of course sony Mm -hmm. to be the only people to able to use the licensed baseball players but in that contract um the mlb and the mlbpa said that they have to make the game for multi-platforms Yes. That was that was in the contract. So uh, so that's where we get MLB the show coming to Xbox. Wasn't Sony exclusive, which is really, really great. I'm really excited. April twentieth, I get to play a baseball game on my Xbox. So I'm super excited. Well, you know, I think it's great in general. You oh, know, hell Sony yeah. is getting 
finally getting a little taste um, of some of the medicine that some of these other studios have dealt with, but also getting a taste of what it would be like to bring their actually, you know, created products yes. to other uh, consoles. So I think it would be easier for them to see, like, let's say it might be the show just wrecks the freaking market. You know what I'm saying? I mean, which I think it's going to. Oh, uh, absolutely. I don't know about this cover, though. I mean, it's the player is great, but like it's all over the place. Like it's. <laughs> Are you talking about like the neon? <laughs> no, yeah, like, it's just how it is, bro. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the I think that this could be a really big thing for Sony. Like it, it could open up their mindset on bringing other titles or exclusive titles um, to other platforms. Yeah, I don't think it will. The only reason this is here is, is because, because it of that con- contract. That's it. That's the only reason the email be because Sony is that is that hierarchy where they're like, man, I'm not no. Which, by the way, I didn't mention this. This doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I didn't talk about what I've been drinking. Um, Bro, we are like an I hour know. and a half into the podcast. You're like, I had soda. No, my boy <laughs> Bolts mixed up some uh, Pepsi Cherry. And some crown vanilla for me. So, first sip of alcohol I've had in five months. Wow. Wow. And it's not because I was drinking too much. It's just because I just didn't want it. No, I got tired of beer. I really got tired of beer. Um, But I I agree with you, Bolts, that this game, I think they're going to do a great job with this. I think that it's going to be... Probably one of the best years for MLB The Show. Oh, Not just yes. in the aspect of, like, of course, it's coming to other platforms, but there's a lot of places out there that are still, you know, quarantining really heavy. A lot of people, you know, MLB is, of course, America's pastime. It's you know not what America's I'm passion. It's America's pastime. <laughs> Football is America's passion. Yeah. But baseball is America's pastime. Yeah. So it's America's pastime. And this year, of course, a lot of people are, there's more people gaming now. And streaming now than what there has ever been in pretty much the history of the world. And so, I, I'll also make another announcement. When they first announced this, and then of course they they decided Fern, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. was going to be the cover. Um, they almost completely scratched that whenever um, Hank Aaron passed away and was going to put Hank Aaron on the cover, uh, but it was yeah. too far into development. And yeah. of course, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, that would have been really cool. It would have been cool. Maybe they'll come out with like an, an alternate cover. Or something, a slip that you could put in there. I'm just saying, they've done it before. They bro. have, they have. have. Fucking dick. <laughs> Look at me like that. I'm just trying to I talk you. with you about baseball. I, I know. Bring me them peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take you to a baseball game one day that and just have I you to a baseball game. No, with me. I went to. <laughs> When was it? I was in high school. Four score seven years ago. I went to see the Astros play against the Rangers at Astros Stadium. Okay. Man, yeah. It was pretty cool. I mean, it was hot as fuck. Shit, it was hot as fuck. But we had great seats. I don't even... It was some ch- church or school trip or something like that. But we had really, really, really good seats. So we're sitting up pretty close. Um, anyway, so moving on from that, everyone's happy for Bolts. He gets to play baseball now um oh you just want to talk about the next title because it's 
freaking God of War. No. Eat shit. No, listen. I'm not just taking my belt off. What? Okay. <laughs> shit, <it's laughs> I go over there. He's like fully unclothed. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get naked for this. Sony Santa Monica Studio has announced that the 2018 PlayStation exclusive God of War will be getting a dedicated PlayStation 5 patch as of today. The patch actually launched on the 2nd. It says Sony Santa Monica has published a new statement saying that on the PlayStation 4 Pro version of God of War, uh, you have the choice between two graphic modes, one that favors performance and one that favors resolution. It says right here that the new patch removes that option on PS5, giving you the opportunity to enjoy the game 60 frames per second with 4K checkerboard resolution at a total of 2160p. PS5 launch has been an exciting time for everybody here at Sony Santa Monica. We've been especially happy to see all the players who have been taking advantage of the backwards compatibility trying out God of War on the new hardware, as well as those who have picked the game up through the first ever PlayStation Plus collection um so this is a really big deal i actually downloaded god of war and i was playing back through it and i was like man it's really great to see god of war at 60 frames per second but it would be really cool to actually have it at like 4k 60 frames per second but it is what it is you know sometimes you can't have your cake and eat it too but of course i was very, very surprised and shocked to see this news come out and that they release this patch that actually adds both of those versions together and makes it playable all around. So I am so stoked. I will be definitely re-downloading it and starting back where... Now, I deleted it recently because I re-downloaded Warzone, but I can't keep playing Warzone. I love Warzone. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But like, for instance, today, there was another game that we're going to talk about here in just a bit that was patched. And it was like just that patch was 28 gigabytes. So I had to delete one game just to get that patch installed. And I really wish Sony would, would have come out with a two terabyte system. I really wish they would have. I mean, that just, to me, it just makes more sense. These games are so large. And it's ridiculous that the, the system didn't launch with two terabytes worth of space. But that's just me. But I'm definitely going to be replaying this. So, Bolts. Well, why don't you buy a extended hard drive? I, I have many extended hard drives, but <coughs> that's he, he's, like, he's like, there's like two gigs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I have two of them that are like, one of them is 500 gigabytes. The other one's like right at a terabyte. But the problem is that you can like, I can move over my save data or whatever else. But at this point in time, I think they said in the next couple of months, they're supposed to put in the support to where you can just like have it plugged into your system. The whole time. Yeah. But I don't want to just, I I feel you. I got you. I don't want to just have it plugged in. You know, Xbox did a really great job of coming out with an extended, uh, extended hard, hard drive or whatever else. Day one. Sony didn't. So, um, but I was going to say bolts. Do you want to take this next topic? Which one is this one? Is this Call Number of Duty? Six? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. messing with you. Um, so, uh, Call of Duty Warzone banned 60,000 confirmed cheaters. Okay, look. <laughs> 60,000 confirmed cheaters? It, You know, it. Th- this is one of the reasons why I don't play Warzone. Because... It just it, it blows my mind because every now and then I'd be watching you know you'd be flipping through TikTok or some bullshit like that, and then you'll come across someone like just sniping and shooting with like a pistol across the map and they're hitting everything, you know. 
Um, but Call of Duty Warzone has a huge cheating problem, as we know, and most of y'all know. Um, enough to compel popular stream, uh, streamers to leave the game completely. Um, Activision has been trying to combat that problem since last year by banning tens of thousands of cheating players in mass. In fact, video game giant has just banned 60,000 accounts for conform confirmed cases of using cheat software in Warzone as vice as noted. You know, it's and, and it's amazing that it, it took them so long because a lot of these streamers that do cheat, they stream while they're cheating. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, the stupidest thing. It's bro. like, what are y'all doing? You know, it's just like Vicstar says, this is why I quit Warzone. It says, the, fa the, fact, the fact players can live stream themselves blatantly hacking with zero repercussions blows my mind. This guy is second prestige and, and broadcast hours of himself hacking. So it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. It absolutely is amazing that it took them so long to do what they needed to do. Um, excuse me. Activision also targeted um, engine owning customers when it banned 20,000 accounts in September last year. Um, and this round reportedly wiped out all the program's users from the game. In April of 2020, shortly after the Battle Royale video game was released, the company kicked out 70,000 accounts. So there's got to be some way that they can minimize this besides just kicking and banning out players. Would there be a way, or is that just is is that what is that the coding and the software they use on their PCs and bullshit like that? I think it's more or less like um, it's the mods and stuff that they add on PC first off, because that's one of the biggest things that has a lot of times it's one of me to turn off crossplay is that PC players can download mods that you know for instance on Warzone they can see through buildings they can have more accurate shots you know you can go on TikTok and literally search you know Call of Duty hacks or whatever else right. and see some of the stuff and it's the wildest shit you will ever see in your life oh yeah no you I, know? I, even if I'm just playing regular multiplayer and I'm running across the map like you know flying my ass yeah. off and someone's like straight line shooting me I'm like like, come yeah, there's on, no way you know it's it's about accuracy mods it's about being able to like some of these mods give you the ability of seeing through buildings and like adding you know fire to your to your weapon to where like if someone's hiding on the inside of a building it's not like they pull out their you know health you know uh pull out their heartbeat sensor or something like that they can literally see through the building with these mods see where people are standing and mm -hmm. kill them while they're i mean it's ridiculous it's ridiculous. I know. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it either. And I'm glad they're getting banned. 60,000 players. Kick their asses out. That's nuts, bro. 60,000 players. So, <coughs> um, it's really, really crazy to me. Um, you know what was nuts is, speaking of, of Call of Duty and whatever else, that game that I was talking about just a couple of minutes ago that took up more space than what I knew it was going to take up. It was. It says right here that the update weighed in a total of 12.795 gigabytes, but my shit said 23 gigabytes. So I don't know what the difference is. Did, I don't know. Maybe there was something. I was going to say maybe there was another update, update or patch that, I that didn't, uh, yeah. download or something. But this updated patch for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is season one reloaded update. And it comes with a new zombie map, which is Outpost 25 in Vietnam in 1984. And it is the brand new zombie mode. And it is great. It is so good. 
I mean, it is unbelievably good. It's so fun. New new enemies, new uh, missions to play, all different types of stuff. It is so much fun. I was playing it right before the podcast, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So this new multiplayer map as well, it says multiplayer is getting a new 6v6 uh, map called Express, which is a remake of the Black Ops 2 map of the same name alongside the launch. It'll be getting an Express 24-7 playlist. The new 40-player endurance mode is added in this update as well. Here, 10 squads of four drop into the fire team maps, uh, Santatorium, uh, Ruka, and Alpines to collect uranium to detonate the bombs as they complete the top leaderboards. The difference here is after one bomb is detonated, a new bomb will immediately come online to ensure five bombs are always in play, uh, eliminating the inevitable chaos of all 40 players scrambling to detonate a single bomb. Such a great move. Such a great move. I'm telling you, so good. I will be playing endurance mode so much more than the normal fire team modes because that's one of the hardest things. It's like when you're playing fire team, as the bombs get eliminated and get blown up or whatever else, it finally gets to the point that there's like one bomb and there's just 40 fucking people flying in all at once. It's like, or like in the words of Elvin, that's me. So, it really is tough, bro. It's tough to play it. You got all these people moving in on you all at once. And there's been a lot of times that like I've teamed up with people online and we're doing really good. And we move over to this one that nobody's focusing on. And then like we finally get to the point of detonating. And then just, bro, everyone just unloads into that one area. It's very irritating. But it's part of the game. It's, it's just part of the game. But I am glad they're coming out with new modes. But this zombie mode, Bolts, I'm telling you, please... We got to do something to set up a time that you and me can play the zombie mode. It is so fun. It's so fun. You go to these different areas. You activate these, you know, um, you know, power bricks or powered areas or whatever else. Teleport back to this one area. Then you can, uh, you know, um, pack a punch of weapons and whatever. Earlier I was playing. I was like on uh, round 15 or round 20. I was doing in a solo. I got to the point where I like took down a bunch of enemies, got back to the first little area of the map, pack a punch my weapon, turn around, and there was like 15 zombies right behind me and, it killed, and, and I died. And I was like, no! Oh my God, I was right there, bro. Like if I could have had at least a little bit more space behind me, then I totally would have, you know, I would have wrecked shot. But they got new weapons, they got new enemies, and um, they have jump pads on there as well, which is really cool. Like, if you get too tied up in, a, in a, one little area, you can get on a jump pad and it'll shoot you back off to the, like, shoot you back up to another area of the map. Um, I don't know, bro. I'm just really enjoying my time with it so far. Um, I've had a lot of awesome fun with it. It's called Firebase Z, um, and I cannot wait for more to come to this game and especially the fact that all this stuff is free it's free yeah bro i mean golly man it is free like that's so wild to me to even think that i remember whenever they first announced like all the new stuff is going to be free i was like what all the new zombie maps you don't have to pay for extra it's just free 
So that's one thing that shows the type of gaming that we're getting into now. You have all these new games. Destruction All-Stars. If you're on PS5, download it, play it for free. Even whenever you come down, you know, Bolts can say what he wants to about Fortnite, but like Fortnite. For instance, the other day, I totally forgot to add this in the show notes. There was just like randomly out of nowhere, a new Mando um, update to the game and it's called Mando's Bounty. So you can get a, you know, a Berserker um, Mando umbrella, but this mode that's Mando's Bounty you have to take on all these people, you know, kill as many bounties as you can and take on the Mandalorian at the same time. And they added in, in the desert area of the map, they added the cantina, which is like fully themed around Star Wars, which is cool as fuck, bro. So that game's free. Warzone's free. Call of Duty, you know, you buy it day one and then you get all this free content. Like, who can complain? Apex Legends is free. Apex Legends is free. A new update season nine is available yeah. right now. You know, I mean, bro, there's so much gaming available that it's just free. It's ridiculous. I wish I would have had this whenever I was younger. Um, but, anyways, so that stuff is really great. Next topic, we're gonna let Bolts talk about this. <laughs> Um, it's, it's very good news, but then there's also some other stuff added in that we got to talk about. So, um, once again, um, if you haven't noticed the theme, um, I'm the sports guy and, uh, Madden 21 is a, is a really, really fun football game, but, um, I'm a huge college football fan. I'm a huge Ohio state Buckeye fan and he's, <laughs> EA NCAA Football 21 has been announced. Um, excuse me. Uh, this will be the first collegiate football game since NCAA 2014, um, which uh, had uh, Gardner, I believe it was, the quarterback from Michigan, was on the cover. Now, <clears throat> now there's some there were some issues between between that time frame. Um, of course. Uh, there was a uh, Ed O'Bannon who used to be a was a is a former UCLA basketball player sued the NCAA collegiate license company which is CLC and EA Sports in 2009 for the use of his likenesses like good lord <laughs> likeness in its NCAA basketball game series without permission or compensation um, in 2014 they settled for about 40 million dollars and without active licensing agreements EA Sports pressed the pause button on all of its college sports titles. Um, of course, basketball and uh, football, of course, were the main, main titles. They had a few um, NCAA football games that, here and there, but it was really just about, ba- about football and basketball. So, with that being said, um, if, you, if you've played Madden in the past, I think it was last year or the year before, um, the past two years they have slowly implemented college football teams. Um, and of course, when we first heard about this, both Caleb and I both were like, Hey, this is kind of a uh, trial run for what they're going to do hopefully in the future. And that is exactly what they did. Um, EA, EA sports has got license licenses and agreement from a hundred plus different colleges right now to use, of course, the, the school's logos, mascots, theme songs, colors, uniforms, all that jazz. Um, and with that being said, EA Sports will also, <clears throat> um, when they release this game, they will have no player likenesses in it. There will be no 
No, you know, and and they, everything will be all auto generated. Uniforms, names, numbers, uh, players, all that jazz. Um, and that's the way it was in Madden twenty one and Madden twenty. Yeah, well, like oh, you talking about like the college players coming up? Well, well, oh no, 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 the face of the franchise. Yeah, when you played face of the franchise in Madden twenty and twenty one, um, you chose what college team you wanted to play for, and at that point, it was just random ass players that was on your team. You know, for instance, if you were playing with Oregon in twenty one, um, you had a number twenty seven big white running back. Hang on, real quick. What is face of the franchise available in Madden twenty one? Yeah. Oh. I haven't even played that mode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so <laughs> so face of the franchise, um, like for instance, like I said, in Oregon, if you chose the University of Oregon, uh, your running back is number twenty-seven. He's a big, white, burly running back, um, and of course, the the University of Oregon's running back is a smaller black man. So, I mean, for instance, that's kind of how they're doing with that. Now. Um, I, I think in the future, as far as this goes, they're really setting up to possibly lean into that compensation for collegiate players. Now, EA said whenever whenever this whole lawsuit was going on, that was like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll throw a dime to the players. That, that yeah. They initially wanted to. E- even when they were settling and were getting ready to do what they needed to do, they're like, hey, we'll throw a dime. But, of course, the NCAA and the CLC said no. Yeah. College players are not allowed to earn money and so on and so forth. And now they're moving away from that. They're, right? they're sl- Yes, slowly but surely they're moving away. I think six states, as of right now, have signed a bill will, where if you're if you're in that state playing college football or, or any collegiate sport for that matter, it could be gymnastics, synchronized swimming, pole vaulting, it doesn't you matter. You take money from sponsors. Or you, well, no, no, you're not necessarily from – well, you can get endorsements, but – not necessarily that that in depth, but if they yeah. wanted to use your face or your name, you could you can be compensated for that. So yeah, and that's how it should be. And and I I, to, to, I was I, I agree I agree because it's the, the only issue you have with that is it's like this. As much as everybody wants to be like, eh, maybe not. College football pays for every athletic sport. In that university, yeah, college football makes so much damn money, it is absolutely unreal. Do you realize that? Just for instance, if the University of Mercer, yeah. Mercer University, which is nothing but a nail on the wall, wants to go play Alabama, Alabama will pay them one point three million dollars to travel to Alabama to get their ass beat. No, yeah. Didn't realize that. When you when you look at football when you look at football games and you see an Ohio State play a, 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 a Austin P yeah. or you see a University of Texas play a um, Sam Houston State, when those small schools go to the big schools, the big schools have to pay them to come. Yeah, because they don't want. That's to the reason there. why it's always okay, and I can understand that. That's the reason why it's always shocking whenever some of these smaller schools do beat the bigger schools. Exactly, exactly. But ninety percent of I always see everyone on social yeah. media like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah. for instance, when what was it? SFA a couple years back? Did they? Who did they beat? Oh my god! I can't even remember. But SFA ended up beating, I think, Texas or Texas A and M or somebody, and. SFA was ranked that year, and I mean, it blew the F up. 
Like Ooh, everybody, yeah. but you know, now you're saying that these schools are actually paying these other schools it's, to come it's, and play it's, with. it's been like that forever. That's how much disposable income these big universities have mm-hmm. as a college football. <laughs> you can pay someone nine hundred thousand to a million dollars to come play them. That's how much indisposable income. So when it comes down to paying collegiate athletes, how where do you draw your line? Because your five your five star blue chipper mm-hmm. that plays offensive lineman. <laughs> is a much more desirable person than the person jumping 100 meters off a high dive. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I so that. so because if you play college if you play college football players, you're going to have to pay everybody else. <laughs> and and that's where it stretches, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, and, I, I, and, and I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it still cuts down to I think I think I agree with you. And let me and correct me if I'm wrong on this. What you're saying is is that more you don't you don't want to end up getting to the point of having like these football players having a full salary, you know, because because then you know all these other players that are bringing in money for the college, even if it's not the same amount, they're going to be like, well, what about us? Why aren't we getting compensated? So that's where I feel that it's the job of someone like EA Sports, you know, to share the funds because EA obviously makes millions upon billions of dollars on these. F- sports franchise you know compared to the amount of money that they put exactly and you're 100 percent correct if these if these college athletes are going to get paid one way or the other then the company that uses them are the ones who distributes the cash to the players yeah. now as far as the colleges you the college the colleges using the likenesses and, and athletes getting paid regardless of whatever I, I think, and I've always thought this. I thought the university should provide a provide an allowance to all collegiate athletes. Oh yeah, bro, one hundred percent. Yeah, you're putting your career on the line. You know, to play wh- for this wh- you know, wh- whether it's like I said, synchronized swimming, or you're wrestling, or you're playing baseball or, or football. I mean, you could drown in synchronized swimming. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> there's 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 risk all over the place. Yeah, so there I, are, do, right? I do I do I do believe that the university should provide an allowance. Now, everyone's going to sit here and say, well, they're getting a free education. Let me tell you something. <laughs> More than 60% of college athletes, especially football, basketball, baseball, um, the uh, women's college basketball, and so on and so forth, they're not they, – they, they are there to get an education, but they're 100% set to make it to the pros. So, yeah, they're there to get an education, but they're going to get an education in basket weaving. Or, and, 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 and you know, I'm just saying. You yeah, know. like you're saying that there are certain people, like for instance, Elvin Calhoun, good uh, friend of ours, uh, worker of ours, just signed his. Um, just signed his um, letter of intent. Letter of intent to go to Southern Arkansas University, full ride scholarship to play football there. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, Elvin is probably in my eyes. I think probably one of those people out there that does look at this aspect as not just hey, I'm getting to go play football. He's also like, I want to get my education. Yes, you know, that's what he wants. But exactly. at the same time, like you know, Elvin is. Um, 17 years old, uh, six foot tall, 275 pounds, you know, so he's going to end up going to college and you know, they're going to put him in a program. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to slim him down and bulk him up. Exactly. He'll be, he'll, he'll be 275 to 280 still in college, but he will be like a slim 
275. Yeah, and, and, and I could see, like, just the drive that he has, the way that he plays. I've seen his highlight films. Um, I could totally see Elvin making it to the NFL. No matter the team or whatever else, I could see him going to the NFL, and hopefully Elvin will have a great, wonderful career uh, in college football. But it's just like kind of what, what you said is that when it comes down to this, these are people that are putting their you know their life into their dreams. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Every person that goes to college to play on the professional level, if it is swimming, tennis, volleyball, baseball, whatever, football, it doesn't matter, golf. Most of these people are going to college because they want to eventually be a professional in these in these leagues. So when you come to this conclusion of how do we make a game that is going to bring back the wonderful aspects of college football and whatever else, but also kind of leave things open for the future. You have to do what, like Bolt said, they said they were going to do with auto-generated names, auto-likenesses, whatever else. That's fine. But eventually, I do think that they are going to get back to the point of having the likeness of these characters in there because, say what you will, but we're in a completely different time now than what we were back in the day you know a lot of these players i'm sure would love to be featured in an ncaa football game you know what i'm saying because some of these people can go and play you know college football and then not end up in the nfl you know and and the the good thing about it is you have a lot of these you have a lot of five-star four-star three-star athletes that are gonna start on the collegiate level there's some of these cats that are be walk-ons that are gonna be one star two stars whatever that that want to sit down and play this game and insert themselves into the starting lineup because unfortunately they're not talented enough or good enough to get to that starting position. Mm-hmm. They're there for the education, but they just happen to be playing football. Yeah. So of course they want to insert themselves. Now, um, I will say this: um, EA Sports uh, College Football Series reboot is just further proof that the NCAA's priority is keeping their profits coming while keeping any and all revenue away from their athletes. Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat of, of Connecticut, said in a statement, cutting athletes out of this reboot is, I mean, so they aren't responsible for paying them for their likeness is a grave injustice. Now, let me say this. this th- that is completely false. That is completely false. There has to be a stepping stone from where they were to where they want to get. In 2014, they settled a $40 million suit for this issue. Okay, mm-hmm. so now several like like we said before, several states have have signed a passed whatever law bill whatever um, to allow athletes to get paid for some kind of likenesses and so on and so forth. Not all states are for that. Okay, so in in order for a big company like EA and stuff like that to get to that point that they want to get to because they want to pay the athletes. They said it whenever they the lawsuit was happening in 2013 and 2014 when they were shutting down the EA collegiate sports section of their company. They want to pay the athletes, but of course the NCAA and so on and so forth. So leaving these athletes out of the game is not necessarily what EA wants to do. 
it's what rules they have to follow because the NCAA and the CLC and so on and so forth is not allowing these athletes to be paid. So that statement you said, Mr. Chris Murphy, Democrat of Connecticut, Senator guy, that's completely false, yeah. in, in, in my opinion, in all ways. I mean, and I, I can agree with some of what he says. I mean, it is an injustice in the aspect that some of these players – of course, you know they're 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 pouring their life and their soul into trying to make not just their careers, but also trying to you know do better for their college. You know, get to the bowl games, get to whatever, get to the championship. But at the same time, um, I agree with you, Bolt, in that you know you do have to have a stepping stone. This is the first NCAA football game in, in fifteen years. In fifteen years, you know, so this is a big deal. This is a really, really big deal. So the fact that it is back and um, is hopefully going to be better than ever, I can't wait. 2021, I don't know if it's coming out this year. Um, it would be great if it did. I, th- I think it will come out this year. Yeah. I absolutely agree that it will come out yeah, this year. What, like August, September? It'll, 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 of course, well, they used to do it a month before Madden. Um, so it would be like July. Because um, what um, Madden usually launches the first second week of August. Yeah, it was something like that, and yeah. I think yeah, the NCAA came out in July. It'd Which, be great, bro. Oh my god! You, do you know I how much? Listen, like, listen. Do you know how much money you. they're gonna make off that? Oh, bro, I know. And how many times have we talked about that, bro? We've talked about it so many times. I would uh, love for them to come out with a new NCAA. Game. And the sad part about it, as much as is is, I like Madden. I I, I won't purchase Madden this year. That would be the only drawback is I won't purchase Madden because I'll be playing NCAA. I, I probably will. I mean, I'll do it like I did this last time. Like I waited for Madden to drop in price. Oh well, yeah, oh, yeah. You when know? it when it goes to twenty nine ninety nine, I'll then buy it just it. like yeah. I did. Yeah. So so but which by the way, did my little simulation the other day and the Buccaneers won forty four to thirty seven. So. That's kind of what I predict. It's going to yeah. be a, a 44 I got a $20 bet on it with Jesus. He said the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the crap out of the Bucks. I was like, you are crazy. Man, I don't think it'll be because uh, – I think it's going to be a close game. You, you Okay, look, listen. <clears throat> as far as Tampa Bay goes, if, if, if Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is, of course, my squad – um, and it's not because of fucking uh, Tom Brady from TTUN. Let's get shit. Let's not You've get been a, t- a Buccaneers fan. Um, I've been a Buccaneers fan since the second round of the 96 draft when they drafted a running back out of Purdue named Mike Offstock, number 40. That's when I've been a fan. So don't y'all get it twisted. Um, yes, uh, uh, Tom Brady from TTUN completely helped us get above the hump for sure. Um, but I will say this. In the playoffs, it has been my defense – that has carried us. We have uh, they have been so dominant. Um, we had we had five sacks against Drew Brees with uh, with four turnovers. We had four sacks and three turnovers against Aaron Rodgers. The defense has been on point. Um, so if our defense can definitely continue this, and we are able to control the ball on the offensive side as far as running Leonard, Leonard Fournette, you know, keeping long play drives, you know, you know. 10 to 13 play drives at, excuse me, 7 to 10 minutes long, so on and so forth, we will have a very good chance. So I'm, I'm excited. Excited to see how this is going to play out. You got the you basically patching the, passing of the torch. You know, everyone claims Tom Brady to be the GOAT. Um, and Patrick Mahomes, um, if he keeps going on the trend he's going, could possibly surpass the, <laughs> the GOAT. So we shall see. We shall see. We will see. And I know what's going to happen. 
Brady's going to win. Bucks are going to win. It's going to be a close-ass game. I hope. Yeah. So, anyways, so next up, another Bolts article. <laughs> but I got to say, I'm excited just as he is. And I do want to comment on this afterwards to talk about something I typed up for Cinelinks. But, Bolts, take it away, my bro. May 14th is, 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 is save the date, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this has been long overdue. Um, I, I wish I, I from the beginning, I kind of wish they would have gone a different way, but I think this was going to be absolutely wonderful. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I think they've probably been working on this for quite some time just because of the, the, the trailers and the pictures and the videos, what we've seen for what they have done looks tremendous. And May 14th, Mass Effect the Legendary Edition will arrive to the PlayStation 5 for Xbox One and Xbox uh, X and S series. Um, you said PlayStation 5 4. I've never heard you say it like that before. Well, I got tired of saying everything. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Jeez. One, Xbox Series X, S, X, S, S. <laughs> so, S, X. Right. May 14th, Mass Effect Legendary Edition arrives. That's all three games. That's 40 DLC. That's all the bells and whistles. 4K, 60 frames a second. All the wonderful jazz. And I cannot be more excited. This is... If anybody has known me, has heard me, anything, Mass Effect is my game. I have logged so many hours. I have played through so many playthroughs. I have romanced. I have killed... I have saved, I have destroyed, I have mastered, I have every achievement of every Mass Effect game, so on and so forth. This is my this this is my cheese, and it has finally arrived to the next gen consoles. Um, I really don't have much else to say besides the fact that it's here, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm super excited. The the like like I said, the pictures of 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 the before and afters looked spectacular they're crisp they're sharp I'm, I'm really really the only thing i have an issue with is i wonder what gameplay we're going to use are they going to use the same gameplay which i think they are um i think they're going to revamp it a little bit hold on i i, I think they're going to revamp it a little bit honestly if they can if they take mass effect 3's um uh gameplay physics and so on and so forth as far as fighting and stuff like that and moved it to Mass Effect 1 and 2, it'll be really, really good. Um, I, I wish they would use Andromeda's uh, uh, game physics because I loved the, loved the way the fight fighting happened in that. Yeah. Um, but if they use the 3 for 1 and 2, it'll still, it'll it'll be really, really good. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I just, I don't... Are you going to let Tally die this time? Shut your mouth. Look, I'm just look, saying, you better not. Listen, listen, I was watching this, this freaking... <laughs> oh, the trailer. You tell trailer. Me like, Ooh. Ooh. I was like, why did they have to show Tally die? Oh, my Jesus. So um, I will say this one thing real quick. Um, they are offering all the DLC from the 1, 2, and 3, of course. Uh, there is one DLC they will not um, be able to put into the game, and that is from the first Mass Effect, and that is the Pinnacle Station. Um, apparently, in the code of the DLC was completely corrupted that they can't use it at all. Oh, they can't use it. That's crazy. So, bro. and if they wanted to. 
go back and redo it and build it up, it would have took another six months. Wow. So that's the only thing that they're not putting in. They're adding some new things. Um, uh, Femship is the default character for Mass Effect 3. Um, they are adding some new hairstyles, some new facial uh, facial stuff. Um, they're adding a lot more to the Femship this go around. Which is uh, great. No, it absolutely is. Absolutely, absolutely is. They were they kind of defined the fem ships uh, face a little bit more. Kind of one. It was. <laughs> oof. Uh, it was rough. It's a, more of a battle hardened, but kind of sexy appealing. You know, mm. kind of chiseled the jaw the jawline and so on yeah. and so forth. They add, like I said, they added more hairstyles as far as the customer customization. Um, you know, they they added more like um, um, black hairstyles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and, and so on and so forth. So it's just, if you get a chance, go look at the reveal trailer. Go look in the before and afters. Um, go to YouTube and look at every, uh, there's a video by, uh, I forget her, I think her name is Lacey. Um, she works for GameSpot, I believe. Um, she does an entire like comparison comparison and what to expect and what's what's new in here and there. Yeah, Definitely go watch that. Um, if you get a chance, go listen and watch the Mark. Mark Mark Walters interview, which is the writer of Mass Effect Two, um, he'll he'll reveal a bunch of stuff. It's 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 coming, and I just can't wait, man. Well, it does say in this article on VG twenty four seven, alongside. <laughs> I was like, just read the article. No, 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 that's fine. Alongside our first look at the enhanced visuals in today's trailer, EA also revealed a number of key details about what to expect. The Legendary Edition, as Bolt says, includes all the DLC, that's weapons, armor packs, and story DLC. All content will support HDR and up to 4K resolution. More specifically, uh, you can expect updated character models, lightings, higher resolution textures, shaders, new visual effects, better shadows, as well as improved volumetric and depth of field. The updates also extend to the pre-rendering cinematics. The game will offer faster load times in next-gen consoles and PC, cutting down the legendary long elevator ride, which was awful. You know what? So long. Say what you want, but there are some conversations that happened on those elevators that were freaking entertaining. Yeah, that's true. But it says, uh, particularly uh, these... Um, blah, 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 blah. PC players will also get the t- get to take advantage of the 21, 21 by 9 widescreen support and native control support across the board. Gameplay has also been touched up, particularly in the first Mass Effect. You can expect an updated UI, HUD, smarter AI, and few and a few quality of life upgrades to bring it to more of the line, uh, more in line with the sequels. Combat Thank should feel God. better too, thanks to the modernized aiming and squad controls and yes the Mako's handling has Mako. been Mako's handling has been approved Mako is the car correct yes the vehicle I'm sorry the, the, whatever the, don't look at me the, like that the, the APC with six wheels that has the boosters and yes. the cannon it's that, been improved yes you're like thank god oh I didn't I man, dude I could fly with the Mako all over the place I didn't bother with it man look let me tell you something the, the one I couldn't I, the one I almost fucking blew my head off with was the freaking uh the hammerhead which was a, a hovering craft i think mm. uh and the second one or the yeah. third i can't remember which one it was but that bad boy right there forget that <laughs> um there was also uh, a now an announcement of the mass effect legendary cachet which is a pretty much is a collector's box 
Um, so this collector's box, I think it came with like a steel book case, a poster, stickers, all this other stuff, and a life-size replica Commander Shepard helmet. So. What? You know what I'm going to ask? Are you going to get it? I, I don't know, man. It's a replica Shepard helmet. Now, mind you, you can probably get these somewhere. Let me look at it. I'll just find something with a 3D printer. Um, I you know I I have I have contemplated on it. Um, I'll th- I'll think about it probably next week or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Can't type. Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, it would be cheaper. Of course, to buy that that version because now this version it comes with uh, key art steel case, replica helmet, um, a spinner pin, um, a canvas art print, an N7 appreciation letter. The helmet is a one by one scale, so you can wear that hoe. Basically, is what they're saying. Pretty sure you can wear it. I don't know. I've, we got some large heads. It's hard. You, you could barely get the Doom helmet on. Uh, I can put it put it on pretty good. He's like, I made that bitch fit. Now, the reason why I'm saying it's a better deal to get this, if you just want to have this helmet, is that this version is, what, $149.99? Yeah. I think. Now, you go on to some of these other places like um, Etsy or whatever else, and you can get... All different types of helmets from the game. But, like, for instance, there's one right here. Fan-made uh, Mass Effect breather helmet replica with lighting effects. Custom paint job. Fully wearable. Now, this is, you know, very... It looks very, very good. Um, you know, you could tell that it's handmade, though. Uh, and 3D printed. But that thing is $363.73. Um, you do have another one as well that's like a handcrafted one. The detail is a little lower, um, but it's like 190 just for the helmet. So it would possibly be cheaper for you to get the 149 you know, cachet version. Right. That's up to you, Bolts. I know. I know. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Um, you know, and some of these places have Andromeda helmets. Now, this would be totally you I don't see why you haven't bought something like this in the first place replica mass effect m3 predator gun 85 bucks that bro what because they make the m8 avenger because the last replica gun I had it got thrown in the trash okay well I'm sorry that was <laughs> by your ex I don't know what to tell you about that but like bro that is cheap mm-hmm. that is cheap I could so see you having that in your collection totally I mean, we all can't be like, you know, Liana, Game Informer. Oh, yeah. She, bro, have you seen her collection? Yeah, it's pretty Oh, intense. my God. It is intense. She has got some stuff collected. Now, I could definitely see myself having that. Metal Gear Rising, Raiden, uh, uh, Raiden Katana. Yes. 100 bucks. I, I need to get off this website. <laughs> 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 I need to get off this. Um, But anyway, so this is episode 318 of the Second Opinion Podcast. And holy shit, I just saw Talia's helmet. Oh, yeah. 
bolts. You buy it and you sleep with it every night. I can see it, bro. Can't You're like, I'm so sorry. I can't stand <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> You're like hugging it. No You're like, way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let you fall. Oh, my God, bro. Anyways, episode 318 of the Second Mini Podcast is now at its closing. In the books. In the books. Please make sure to check us out at Centileaks.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast. Um, or just go to Centileaks.com and search Second Opinion Podcast. You'll find all the content that we make. Um I know that there has been a good chunk of times that I have promised that I was going to make all this content and do all this other stuff and whatever else. <clears throat> Things are, are tough. You know, 2020 was a very tough year. 2021 seemingly is starting to starting out a lot better. But hopefully this year, things are going to just turn out a lot better for us. We're going to be able to game more, do more things. Um, but I don't know, man. Like... We're, we're, I'm trying to get to the point of making more content for you guys. Um, my Hitman review should be up by the time you listen to this, um, as well as new video footage that I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm off. Kids are going to be at school. I'm going to do more gameplay footage on uh, Call of Duty's newest zombie map. I'm going to do uh, more gameplay footage and my impressions on Destruction All-Stars as well. Um, so, and... I think I'm going to set something up to where I record some gameplay of Dying Light. Um, since Bolts is replaying it, has it re-downloaded, I kind of want us to deep dive into that game. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's like a special episode that's like 30, 40 minutes long, and we just talk about the glory of Dying Light and why we can't wait for this, the second one. Um, I think we can really do a good deep dive on that. So um, look for that very soon right here on Anchor.fm, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Please make sure to head on over to YouTube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast. Subscribe, like, comment. New videos are coming soon. I got an unboxing of some really good pops, and then I got another unboxing after that of some of the latest PlayStation pops added to my collection. So, love you guys. Talk to you very soon. Peace out. Peace.